your pain receptors will tell you, stop it, so that you protect your full capacity to act physically. Because if you have one hand burned, then you can do all the things you can do. Or, you know, the pain is here. The first uh, uh, function is to let us know that something is, our physical body is in danger. So this is the way I approach negative feelings. They hurt this discomfort. They are telling you, they are here to protect you. Like they are here to protect your best empowered, loving self. Right. Because if you indulge in them, then you awareness shrink and then you're not at your best potential. You get angry and then maybe you snap at people you love. You do the opposite of what you want, would like to do. Stephanie Romeo, you work in the holistic wellness field with clients, and you use a special method called the Cal method, mm -hmm. K-A-L. Uh, first, could you tell us a little bit about what got you started in the holistic wellness field? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, before, um, what took me to this uh, activity and this, uh, which is um, like a mission, I would say, is an accident that I had in 2015 that changed my life and um, that turned my life upside down, first of all, uh, because it was pretty violent. And um, because before that, I used to work in operating rooms as a sales rep. So... Hmm. I was not really into, I was, I've always been interested in uh, psychology, uh, understanding people, but not in that way. And um, so in 2015, I had this accident and I went through a very, very difficult time after that. And um, because I went through depression and PTSD and that I struggled to get out of the abyss, I, and that I found the, the tools and the keys, what worked for me, and also um, then a specific approach, maybe more, not uh, wanted to say accurate, it's maybe more specific. I think it's more global by the approach with the CAL method. Mm. I, that was um, like obvious that I had to, to share it with people, and that's what I do now. Mm. So you were in the medical field, but just from sales perspective. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, 
-hmm. and the event that happened um that was an accident mm -hmm. it uh demanded that you make changes in your life and also um kind of push you into the field yes to find an answer basically yes because that was an accident that caused a lot of suffering a lot of physical pain and mm -hmm. emotional pain a lot of scarrings scarring or i got, mm -hmm. I, got uh, I was burnt actually okay. so my um i got skin grafts and uh, so there's body damage yeah so uh, going through so much pain um, that I didn't think possible, it, it gave me also the, the idea that if this exists, like this like darkness, the, the, the dark, dark, darker of the darker, I don't know if mm -hmm. we can say that, yeah. <laughs> then um, it gave me the conviction that there are things that I don't know and that the opposite surely exists. Mm. And that made me uh, believe, like, yes, that, that makes you feel humble anyway yeah. to go through such uh, an experience because both my hands were burnt. So you totally rely on other people to take care of you. Mm. Uh, that was a total change of, uh, of life because I used to be very active and free and mm. go here and there. And then, uh, and then uh, in a... Um, in a, in a second, your, your life is, uh, you, you depend on, every, on other people and then you feel isolated in, uh, in um, com compressive garments that you have mm -hmm. to wear for two years. I mean, there's, there's wow. a lot of uh, things uh, that, goes, that go with being burned. And um, so this all experience led me to what I do now with... Um, um, with 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 my heart really mm -hmm. okay so you basically were brought through with pain and a lot of pain into uh probably having to control your reactions to the pain as well um and uh also to really just a whole life change mm-hmm your whole life had to change with the hands, with the, uh, you know, sales in general, typically you want to be uh, in control and uh, in charge of what's going on so that you can perform the act of sales and not have somebody else doing all the work for you. That's a mm -hmm. good portion of being out on the, out on the beat and selling stuff. Uh, having that all taken away for uh, two years, that seems like a very long time. Um, for the healing to happen, uh, that definitely changes the whole life for sure. Yeah, yes, it, it, indeed. When you come from, um, it depends on your personality. But I can say that I was pretty controlling, yeah. and yeah, feeling very in control of my life. And then it seems that your life um, is not yours anymore. And right. there are so many questions that such an event can trigger. And some will find answers with time mm -hmm. and in the future. Like this question, like, why did this happen? Because this event was also very triggering for me because my dad um, uh, died in the crash of his, of, uh, of his plane years mm -hmm. before the accident. And he was caught by the flame. So... Wow. 
like why uh, did I have to know all this that this pain is possible. This was probably the most uh, traumatic thing for me to know how much a human can suffer. Right. And yeah. these questions, actually, I found answers. And I'm now at peace with all these questions. Why suffering exists? Why are there terrible things in the world? Um, uh, how can we find peace? Most of, uh, yes, I found the... the, the some, some keys and that worked for me. And so they can work. They work for others. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into that. The uh, CAL method, the K-A-L method. Uh, what is, what does that stand for? And uh, where did that come about? Mm -hmm. So CAL stands for knowledge, awareness, and love, and especially self-love. Mm. Because I found out that um, so we need specific knowledge and this knowledge that I didn't have for a long, long time. So first, the knowledge is important. So how the brain works, what, how, what the relationship between thoughts and feelings and how we can be in control of them. What, because we have more power than we think. And when we go through a hard time, we feel pretty disempowered and we have a lot of terrible feelings that come that are in addition to the to the, the the pain and the loss maybe the loss of maybe the physical aspect that i had that i don't have anymore so there's this and there's the shock of course there's this uh, part this is uh, like the necessary part where you're going to suffer but then unfortunately we add more suffering with anger uh, fear maybe regret and guilt a lot of guilt. I had a lot of guilt. Mm -hmm. um, those, the, those feelings, they were not necessary. So this is the, we need some knowledge, first of all. And then the thing is that I, I wondered why sometimes we do have the knowledge and yet we keep living um, as if we didn't have it. Right. And I found like, it's because of the awareness. At one point, we've fallen into some kind of unawareness. We are not aware anymore. We are not present anymore. We don't have the clarity that we need to access the knowledge. So we need a second component. And this second component is awareness. Mm -hmm. What are the obstacles to awareness? And if we get, if we learn the obstacles of, of awareness, then we are more likely to access the knowledge that we need to feel good, to be in a better place, to take care of ourselves. So to take care of ourselves actually is the third component. It's like self-love. If I take care of myself, then maybe I uh, do whatever it takes to remain in this awareness space and so that I can always access the knowledge. If I take care of myself, if I, uh, but how do I do that? It's by taking care of ourselves, actually, for me, it's mainly to not hurt ourselves. Mm. And the way we hurt ourselves is by creating and indulging negative feelings indulging in negative feelings 
And so we hurt ourselves, we scare ourselves, we blame ourselves, we make themselves feel guilty, we, all these things, we make them, ourselves feel angry. But it's tricky because all these negative feelings, they are the ones that prevent you from being aware. So it's all in like in a circle and you want to be like in the cal cycle, like or a circle, like in the middle of it and as, as much as possible. So the method actually uh, is uh, based on these three pillars. Um, the knowledge that we need, you need specific knowledge that I teach through the, the coaching sessions. Mm -hmm. the, you need to know what are the obstacles of awareness and how to bring yourself back to awareness, to this state. And you need to learn how to love yourself. And so we do that, and that, uh, that actually, this method, this is what really helped me to get rid of the last residues of my own trauma. Mm. Because in, when I um, came across coaching and information, that changed my life. Then I, I dove into coaching, and I learned, and then I healed, really. And there was still a little part that was still there, like... I couldn't feel truly joyful, have joyful moments without a little bit of sadness, thinking in the back of my mind that some people are suffering right now and I know how horrible it is. Mm. And so always I, I couldn't feel light anymore. So it was like it was gone forever. Mm. And, and then because I, and because, and, 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 and by applying the method, I realized all the, the, the errors and then, and then now I'm so, I'm so, uh, I, I feel even emotional by saying it or thinking it because it was so much suffering before that I can be fully happy. Mm. And when I have a moment of joy, it can be fully lived. And this is what all the, that I wish for everybody who's going through so difficult things that's why i'm a coach i'm a trauma coach i help people um release the pain of trauma and feel and feel good again feel happy and maybe in a way they have never felt happy yeah wow that's great that's fantastic and so it's a long journey mm -hmm. to get from where you were the depths of darkness and yeah. of you know of what pain can do and what it can bring up Pain itself uh, is a tool that can help you assess how you deal with things. It can yeah. help you assess what tools you currently have in place. Um, do I have the tools to handle this situation mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically? And it has a way of kind of limiting and uh, bringing everything to the forefront real quick as yeah. to what tools we have to handle life, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that about the Cal method, that it, it involves initially uh, knowledge, mm -hmm. because uh, we do need to know what it is uh, in the first place. We need to have some kind of base of understanding. Um, that That's actually what we do with SAF, very, very much the same thing. It's you need to know about mm -hmm. yourself and mm -hmm. how that all operates and how the body operates in anatomy and everything. Um, in trauma, it's no different. How does that all happen? What are these mechanisms? And then I like that uh, awareness. I like that interpretation of awareness as being active and being 
current and now. Yeah. Um, because that is in the in the essence of it. Mm-hmm. That is what you're looking at is is uh, being brought back to the moment. And the self-love, I think, is probably a really hard thing for a lot of people because they have that internal dialogue chattering in their head um, that is typically negative or limiting mm-hmm. and telling somebody that they can't do that or mm-hmm. everybody will laugh at you or whatever it might be mm-hmm. or what was or what will be living in the future, living in the past, that kind of thing in the mind. Uh, so bringing that back to uh, self-love so that you can love others more purely. I think that's just, uh, that's fantastic. That's great. So just to, like, about knowledge, the knowledge I'm talking about is um, knowledge that serves, I would say. And it can be very simple knowledge, but basically it's how things work and how our thoughts create our feelings. Mm-hmm. And that we can, we don't have to believe all the thoughts we have. And um, so these kind of things. Because I found out that sometimes we get some knowledge from the uh, the scientific point uh, point of view. But this knowledge, the question I ask myself is always, does this serve me? How does this knowledge makes me feel? And if it doesn't make me feel good, it means that, I don't need that. I would always rely on some knowledge that makes me feel good. Like I will always believe in neuroplasticity. Because if I think that I am, uh, oh, because this happened to me in the past, then my brain, there's a lack of something else, then I'm screwed. And that it's terrible, I think. So it's, um, it's always finding a way to see to and that uh, to to see things in a in a in a way that serves me and if this is very clear for me that there is things that serves me and things that don't serve me it's because i want to remain in this awareness state because when i feel good and at peace then i have access to much more possibilities and to this state of awareness. I will never be like, because the the thing is that when I don't feel good, my awareness shrinks. Mm -hmm. My options are limited. I give away my power. There's a lack of power here. And that's the goal actually. Awareness is to give you more power. So, the goal is actually to help you be remain in in a positive state of mind so that you can catch yourself when you when something triggers you like when you feel bad and because there's uh, so that will answer to another um, something that you said about self love mm. that you said you said it's uh, hard for people to love themselves it's true because we don't know how to do it Right. And this is an, another thing. So the CAL method has three components, like three pillars, knowledge, awareness, self-love. And there is a special uh, trick or tip or something in it. It's about feelings and negative feelings. And 
how so i already said that like if i uh, i consider that having negative feelings it's like hurting your hurting you mm-hmm. it hurts you right it, physically it hurts you so and this is because i was obsessed actually with this question of why do we have to suffer hmm. this question of suffering and I asked my, myself, that was a pivotal moment, actually, for me, and that that uh, created for me, like, the, 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 oh, okay, that's something that I hadn't understood before, and this is it. The question I asked myself was, what is it that I don't know? Because there were things that I ignored, and that's why it was so hard for years. And what else is it that about suffering that I don't know? And the answer I get is, well... Negative feelings, they are not as necessary as we think they are. That's why I said indulging in them. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't feel like it, of course, every people who suffers, they are not like, I'm not indulging in feelings. Of course, I understand it. Mm-hmm. It's because you do, just don't have the keys yet. And you will understand once you have the specific knowledge about how our negative feelings actually are telling us that the thought that we are thinking that creates this negative feeling, this pain in your body, is not a thought that you want to keep believe. This is really like, uh, it's painful. Like literally it's painful in your body. It's like your body tells you like, stop it. You need to change your view of the situation. You're hurting yourself. And because you're hurting yourself, you're not, you're like shrieking your awareness and then you, you're not, you don't access to your potential. It's exactly the same with physical pain. You know, if you, this, this is a kind of funny example that I take because, uh, because of uh, being burned, but I think it's like a very good, um, good example. It, if you put your hand over a flame, mm. your pain receptors will tell you Stop it so that you protect your full capacity to act physically. Because if you have one hand burned, then you can do all the things you can do. Or, you know, the pain is here. The first uh, uh, function is to let us know that something is our physical body is in danger. So this is the way I approach negative feelings. They hurt this discomfort. They are telling you, they are here to protect you. Like they are here to protect your best, empowered, loving self. Right. Because if you indulge in them, then you awareness shrink and then you're not at your best potential. You get angry and then maybe you snap at people you love. You do the opposite of what you would like to do. Mm-hmm. And this is key, actually. Yeah. So this- in the in the idea of the candle, you instead of uh, holding the can the hand to the flame, uh, you pull away. Yes. And if indulging in those same negative feelings and uh, thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, then you will never use a candle again because of the fear of uh, that burn that will happen that pain suffered from the candle. Does that make sense? Um, yes. And that's not really what I think I wanted to say. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry that I wasn't uh, 
um, maybe clear with my example. <laughs> no, that's fine. I well, it, it's just that the idea that once you lock in a um, an emotional response to something, mm -hmm. and that is attached to negative feelings, that indulging in them over and over and over again is a is a bad or limiting thing on your life because um, you'll always not trust flame because of holding your hand over the candle will cause your your receptors already told you you'll get burned and there's pain involved so no more candle and maybe no more candles in the house and something like that mm -hmm. that's kind of how it can spiral um, how these emotions and these triggers can kind of spiral in our life as as we live as we go beyond that point in time and that point in reference when we really needed the negative pull away pull away mm -hmm. um, we needed it then but do we still need it and is it something that we're holding on to over time mm -hmm. is that is that kind of does that go along with what you're saying it's kind of of um complementary yeah yes. i think i wanted to use like um just the image that uh, the physical pain is uh, warning us. It is telling us something. Yeah. And the the a negative feeling is telling us something. And mm. the, what happens currently, like usually, is that we misinterpret this feeling. First of all, we think that we feel bad because something happened in the past, or that's because somebody does something right now that we that they shouldn't do. And we think this is the reason why we feel bad. But it's not. We feel bad always because we are thinking a thought. We are having a sentence, a judgment, something. We are thinking a thought that makes us feel bad. Mm -hmm. The thing outside the, the, the past itself, it's over. I mean, all the only thing that exists is right now. And right now, usually, unless somebody is running with, uh, after you with a knife, there is no problem. You have come back here. This right. here is fine. So um, this is really the, 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 this is like a parallel that I make to make people understand that if you put like, if you, if something hurt in your shoe, you're going to remove your shoe and then put the things the thing away. You're not going to keep walking with a <laughs> with a nail in your shoe. Right. It's, it's the same thing with a negative feeling. You have to take it as a signal that what you need to remove is the thought that is mm -hmm. creating this negative feeling because your body is telling you, stop it. It hurts. I mean, I'm hurting you. Like this is uh, I'm hurting you so that you can to wake you up. To wake you up so this is my yeah. this, this is all theory of course yeah because this but this has worked for me and this works for my client mm -hmm. because when you tell someone when they realize maybe they are very in pain because they are thinking that they are um they feel uh, uh they feel that they are they are like not lovable let's say mm -hmm. like nobody will ever love me Right. And then I, I ask them, how does this make me feel? Well, terrible, of course. <laughs> and then if you include that there's a mistake, there's an error somewhere in your thinking that triggers this negative feeling, then it means that the thought is not for you to think. 
So usually we, you take the opposite or then you tweak the things. I mean, there are many ways, and this is what we do and what we learn in coaching sessions, how to tweak our thoughts, how to change them. And then you come to maybe somebody will love me because it, it comes obvious that, yeah, that's, a, that's wrong, actually. If I think I'm not lovable, so it means that, so does it mean that I'm lovable? Yes. How does it feel when you think that you are lovable? Well, I feel so much released. <laughs> yes, this is it. And then because we feel released, this is a door to go to awareness. Mm, right to get like, into the feel better and then like then you access the knowledge and it's like that's um i think it's beautiful when it when things it happens all the time and yeah. i love it <laughs> yeah i mean it's and it's freeing and liberating too for the person right yes so it's, does it make sense the way i explained it this way yeah yeah better? it's okay. very cyclical too so they both all three parts of the the knowledge the awareness and the love they all kind of reciprocate to each other very uh, eloquently and allow for an unbroken chain to uh, exist uh, yeah. where you have the knowledge, you build the awareness, you gain in love. So there's this exactly. kind of nice pattern that's created. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. And um, as far as for clients go, uh, what is the typical um, approach that you have are you doing this in person? Is it mostly over the internet? And uh, how do you approach clients in general? It's always online. So it can be accessible very easily. And um, so clients come. So I coach in English and in French. Because mm -hmm. I'm French. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I guess everybody's noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, so they, we, we always start with a free consult to see if it's a good match, right. if we want to work together, if I feel that this person is also ready for the work, and they will see it anyway. And then we start to work together, always online. And um, usually we go for 12 weeks mm -hmm. um, because we want the new patterns to settle in. So there are things to uncover, of course, and right. the relief can be quick, uh, pretty quick. Yeah. But then we need to have it become an habit. Yeah. And it will always be to work on because it's like, I think I really compare it to if you wash yourself once, you can't expect to feel um, like to be to feel comfortable and to smell good in two weeks from now. Yeah, <laughs> that won't happen. Right. So it's an ongoing uh, work all the yeah. time, and it's like it's like brushing your teeth. You have to know what you're thinking. You have to be aware to 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 be attentive to what you feel. But I want to, to um, let people know that it's not, do I have to live like a monk or to like to have no feelings at all? Abs no, absolutely not. Like I think I've come across like somebody pretty alive, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and of course, you will always have like ups and downs, and, but you will know how to manage it. And this is the best thing. I mean, how many... Uh, like when sometimes because it happens like you, it's like it, it happens that you it seems like you can't have a, a grip on your thoughts right and then you feel bad but here here also there's a way 
Yeah. And that's always a way. And so that's awesome because then you, you come back step by step. And, um, and so I'm so, I'm so grateful that I found people who shared tools with me, like coaching tools, some knowledge with the knowledge. Mm -hmm. And, um, and uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. Yeah. But I have this, that's why I want to share it. And that's what I do. Yeah, absolutely. And do you, um, so you're doing a lot of outreach and that's, do, are you also a, uh, a facilitator or a, a teacher for the Cal method? Yes. Um, well, I'm uh, developing it. Like uh, I think at one point I will certify uh, other coaches to the Cal method. Mm -hmm. Um, I do some, uh, I'm starting actually to teach, uh, like on, 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 like online or on person, uh, this is on, uh, this is ongoing and, um, building it and, um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, this need, this need, this according to me and to people who have used it, like we all agree that, yeah, people should know about that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like and, other methods, of course, over, all the things that work, of course, there's right. and other things, of course. Now, is, is uh, the coaching method just one method of approach or is it the best vehicle for um, uh, delivering the Cal method to the clients? Um, so first of all, I wouldn't say that this is the best approach. I think there are many best approaches. So in one way, it's the best approach for the people who it's uh, meant for. Right. And um, actually, the CAL method for me is like a frame because I use many tools in there. So yeah. it's like cognitive behavioral therapy, um, well, NLP. I use other tools, many tools, all the tools I've I've collected and I've tried and right. um, what, what I think necessary. So for me, it's more like putting it this way. It's more to give a sense of, okay, what am I, what, what is, what's happening? What I feel bad, what's happening? What is it? So often I'm thinking, well, okay, I'm losing. I'm just not aware right now. So if I feel that I'm not aware, then I'm not going to react. So this method actually really helped me this is another aspect of it, that it helps. So even for people who, have li who haven't lived trauma, actually, it's like really like a way of life. Yeah. Um, my, uh, the, the, I have people who haven't, uh, mo I mean, most of people have lived dif difficult things, but like on a daily basis to know that if you are feeling bad, it's like it's meant to, as I said, suffering is meant to wake us up. Yeah. So feeling bad for me is like a form of suffering and it's supposed to wake me up. So it's like a signal and I need to wake up to remember that, okay, right now I should not believe the thoughts, the terrible thoughts that I have about my partner, about this situation, this, this, and that, because I'm not in a good place to think. Hmm. I'm not aware. Like I'm, I'm, there's a lack of awareness here so mm -hmm. i'm just going to settle down like to calm down and to uh like bring myself together and with the tools and um and think and be forced actually to think in another way and so when you know that you're making a mistake and that's like you're it's, you're more likely to not react and not put make things worse and uh, right. 
right. and improve situations, including relationships. That really works for relationships. Yeah, I could see it being very beneficial. Now, in that 12 weeks that you're working with a client, um, do you also work or coach um, with the client? Do you coach to how to approach people around them that may be limiting and negative as well? Yes. I mean, we coach on, uh, you know, some. Um, there are things like, it's like we use also daily life because life, so there's no... Uh, good or bad time actually that's it's always time to be coached because mm -hmm. we use daily situations current situations to implement the new skills that's the way i do it and it makes the the coaching sessions like um well comfortable i would say and uh, even pleasant even if sometimes there are tears of course because we need to release some stuff Mm -hmm. But most of the time, I mean, but this is good tears, you know, those, those tears that clean. And then we, uh, yeah, we, we use the, so things happen. And of course, the people around you, your relationships, because life, it's always about relationships. Most of the time, it's about yeah. relationships with ourselves, with our past and relationships with people. And those are the most important. Yeah. Well, I find that a lot of times um, when you're in a negative frame of mind or an unconnected frame of mind where you're not connecting the dots between the knowledge and the awareness yeah. and, and the you know, self-love, um, you may attract people around you that have uh, a negative basis as well. And to transform yourself might also entail... Of course, your approach to those people, mm -hmm. uh, how you approach them, how you speak to them, but yeah. also the respect that you would require back from those people that may be out of their range. Uh, they're going to see the old person, not the new person. Mm -hmm. Yes. So there's um, sometimes uh, it can be necessary to isolate ourselves and pre protect ourselves from negative uh, people, if it's possible. But anyway... I will always teach that somebody who is not acting the best way, those actions, where are they coming from? They are coming from some kind of unconsciousness, thoughts and feelings that are not uh, like kind of clean. And then those are the, uh, the, the actions that are, so that are the results. And, um, there's always a way to, um, I think that compassion feels always better than being afraid of some, of, of course, if you need to be afraid, maybe there's like physical reasons and you need to protect yourself. But I want, I mean, uh, wanting to change someone because we can't change people, our behavior maybe will induce a changement in other, in someone, somebody else. But, um, I will always invite to go to compassion. Like if they behave a certain way that is not like the best way, obviously, it comes from some kind of suffering that they have. Mm -hmm. Because when we feel good, we have like good actions. When we feel bad, it's like mm, not so good. So their suffering, again, suffering is here to wake us up. Mm -hmm. So then their suffering is here to wake you up. It forces you 
to become the uh, the person that is aware now, like mm -hmm. to be the observer. And actually, you can use others to wake you up, right. to be like, oh, wow, okay, I see what's going on. Instead of going in the loop with the other person and then fighting back or and then here you go, you lose your awareness and no, use this person and try to understand what's going on. Because maybe if you have a thought like, oh, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't do this way. When you think, whenever you think they shouldn't, when you argue with reality, with what's going on, how do you feel? Bad? Okay, you're feeling bad. That means, what does it mean? Oh, that I'm making like a thought error. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. So obviously they are doing this. We don't see, we don't say that we approve of it, of course, but that's what, that's what they're doing. And you adding your um, resentment, your like, no, it shouldn't, or all these things, is it going to help? No, it doesn't. We make worse the situation. So why I'm so passionate about what I do is because <laughs> there are things we will never prevent. So like suffering of the world also is here to wake us up. Right. But what we usually do and what everybody is trying to do, and it's not because we do this consciously, of course, is that instead of being of waking up, we uh, sleep even more. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me explain. <laughs> there's something bad happens, we can't prevent it. Maybe there's an earthquake. People are dying and suffering. Um, well, maybe that's not a bad example because everybody will agree that an earthquake we can't prevent and right. feeling bad. Okay. So maybe a better example is um, somebody yeah, hurting someone. That's terrible, but that happens, mm -hmm. right? That right. always happens somebody somewhere sometime. Um, if we add, so we can go to like, um, this is, we want it to feel awful. So that's, this is the, the feeling that we would feel. And we want that actually, but we don't want to stay there. Like when somebody dies, for example, right. that's going to be, to be very painful. Of course, that's the loss. But then there are specific thoughts maybe that come with grief also that comes with losing someone and those thoughts they are very painful. And if you indulge in those thoughts, thinking them, not identifying as, when, as painful and that they are here to wake you up so that there's, there's another way to see the things, then you end up yourself being bad with yourself, like feeling bad, and then with your own environment. Whereas something in the world is happening, there's something negative, okay? And then what you're doing is that you're bringing even like more anger and like this shouldn't happen. And what you're doing is that you are disconnecting from your children, from your parents, from your loved ones. Who is, who does, this is what I do, have done for a long time after my own trauma. That's mm -hmm. why I know now that's like, that was a double penalty. Right. Not necessary. And we can learn how to, 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 to do that. Like, uh, so that's a lot of, uh, like, uh, yeah, we, but we, there are so many patterns that we use as humans that we think is just so normal. Uh, when like even saying, oh, what, that's a pity or things like that. Like, right, yeah, right. it goes to regret, but like, that's done. What's the point of thinking such a thing? 
you should have done this and that instead. Um, yeah, I, I know that, but what can I do next time? This is yeah. the question. We always want to ask ourselves empowering or loving questions. There's always a more empowering or loving thought. Mm -hmm. So it's correcting, <laughs> it's correcting the thoughts, but it's also correcting our ability to speak to other people and how yeah. we approach with the words we use. Because uh, you could say that the words that we use with others is a, a form of emotional hypnosis where we're all kind of agreeing on being negative or all agreeing on being positive, depending on how we speak to each other. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Actually, sometimes the need for connection, unfortunately, leads us to more unawareness, like because we want to connect and we want to go into self-pity but then it, it, it maintains us into a negative state that yeah. doesn't serve. And so we need to be aware of that. And if we are, at least it's like we, there's, a, there's more awareness if we know that, if we have the knowledge and the yeah. willingness to love ourselves and take care of ourselves, we can be more aware. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What... what um... As far as uh, in, in the world with all sorts of the things going on, are, are you seeing a, a movement towards greater awareness and uh, a greater light being out there in the world? Or are you seeing it move towards uh, less of that? Okay, I'm going to answer a question, uh, um, uh, the way I want to see the things and the way it will serve me. Mm -hmm. I want to believe that people want to and can be more aware and more loving and more empowered through knowledge. And this is the thought that I'm going to choose because if it's a fact that we can prove it, maybe, yeah? if we could prove it that, uh, no, people are really like, no, where they are going, like they are, they are not, it's not good, it's not negative, everybody. No. If, I'm be, if I start myself to believe that, how is, it, how is this going to serve me? Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel as defeated as others. So I want, um, we have the power. This is really great, good, good news. But we have to the power to think and believe whatever we want to think. It's not being, uh, maybe if, if a house is um, burning, it's not being delusional and thinking, no, I'm fine. I can stay here, of mm. course. Uh, but it's it's um, make the goal actually is to maintain you in a good state, and so it's um, uh, I would I want to believe that uh, people want to uh, imp be good with others, and at the same time I know also that suffering because I have accepted that is part of life. It's, it's okay. It's okay. And we need that to wake us up. This is just an organization. Yeah. And some people, like I, I'm one of them, I've been through a lot, but see what I'm doing with it. I'm doing some good stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're all good. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, and I always said that everybody's doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have. Exactly. Some people just don't have a lot of knowledge. Exactly. And so yes. they're only doing what they can with what they've got. And it's just not, it's not a lot yet. Um, exactly. But 
spreading awareness, spreading knowledge of self, I feel like is one way for people to start looking inward, to start seeing the world as a mirror versus uh, something that they have to act on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the idea that suffering will um, become a less of an effect for a greater majority, but that's, uh, you know, the world we live in is a very interesting place, that's for sure. Uh, that sounds a lot like um, there's strains of Buddhism involved mm -hmm. in the approach. And is that, um, what, what is the history behind this method? Um, so these stories, as I said, uh, so it all started with knowledge, like there are things that I ignored when I was in depression and that because I learned them, like, oh, that changed my, my world. Mm -hmm. And um, and then this is the the, the awareness is um, uh, it's how I, yes what I said it's like w why is that that we lose we all for example all we are I, I I'm I'm a coach so I work with coaches and sometimes we coach ourselves we coach each other each other and we're always surprised like but I know that I know that. And then it's like, how comes that we forget that? Oh, right. because we feel bad. Oh, feeling bad takes us away from the knowledge. Oh, so we need the awareness. And mm -hmm. the awareness actually, yes, it's like when we feel at peace, when we feel good, when we meditate, then we can access to more than uh, uh, than when we can access to when we are agitated and, of course, uh, my brother actually is a Buddhist, is a monk mm -hmm. in a Buddhist mon monastery. I um, myself uh, try as much as possible to connect with my um, inner self, or I say not inner self actually. I really feel like I, it's more like everywhere, and my I, I call it like the the non-physical, the non-physical, and. Mm -hmm. um, because I do believe, because of this experience, as I said at the beginning, that there are things, because if this, there is this darkness that, that I've visited, there's something else. And I don't believe that even the method that I've created, I haven't created it. I mean, it's all there already. It's just the right. way that I put it, of course. Okay. Um, it's already there. Okay. But I think that this, this interpretation that helps me, just like it, this when you know you know when you have like a ah oh, a moment you realize something it doesn't feel like you made it i mean it doesn't feel that way for me sometimes it's just like it's like i receive something maybe mm -hmm. it's kind of weird to say that but but the way it is and yeah. it will resonate with the, actually it resonates with the people i coach and those are the people i help and uh, will come to me and um and there are many techniques uh, of course out in the world over techniques than the Cal method to release the pain of trauma, regain control of our lives and feel happy again, fortunately, because we are all different and the same at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so did you, so is the Cal method uh, something that you created? Yes. Well, the, in saying, in saying that it's a specific KAL yes. method. Yes. You know, yes. Trademarked. Yes. So it is. Okay. So that's fantastic. Yes, so you've come up with this, which is drawing from 
life itself, the methods to uh, alleviate the, the trauma that we live through in life. Yes. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, so do you teach this then to other coaches and how is that effort going? Uh, this is a goal that I have because I have uh, had a demand, um, request. Uh, I haven't put together a program to do it yet, but this is something that I will definitely do to certify people from uh, with this SCAL method and so that it can be um, more known and mm -hmm. spread. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That, you know, if, it's, if you're seeing a benefit for clients, I think the next natural um, conclusion would be, um, you know, how many clients can you see in a, in a week or in a month or whatever? And yeah. would it be more advantageous if it's a benefit to have a greater majority of people actually utilizing this method so that more and more people can uh, break free from their personal traumas? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so you, you're still working on the program. Yes, yes. And uh, actually what I would like to do even, uh, and I've started actually to write a book about that, mm -hmm. maybe a short short book, like uh, uh, how, especially about the feelings and how they are supposed to wake us up because this is a key component. But this part, that, uh, that's like the most important part, actually. If you get this part, like, how feelings are here to, well, negative feelings are here to wake you up and the suffering. So uh, this is uh, also a way to do it, like writing a book. And uh, mm -hmm. then there's the, the communication part and how to have it known by people because I just released a, a novel. Mm -hmm. And um, so I know the process and uh, uh, like, how do you get known by people? And so this is... You know, there's this uh, part where we help people, but then right. there's this part where how can people find you? They need to know you exist, and how do you do that? So thank you very much for having for inviting me on your yeah. podcast. I'm very <laughs> great to, grateful that I can connect with your audience, and uh, and hopefully that what I said can serve. And um, so this is this is the thing. Like, how do we do we get uh, known? But that's another yeah. work. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a it's a it's a tricky thing because uh, you know this day and age we have a lot more access to um, getting to people. It's still a matter of them to open it up and to read it or to investigate it further or to see the benefit. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know the the sales the, the sales end of it still has to be pretty strong because you're trying to help people to understand what the process is and how it can benefit them in their life yeah. and that can be uh, pretty straightforward with the right sales copy, you know, with the right yeah. written word, but it's still about getting it out to the masses yeah. and, uh, and seeing where, where water seeks its level. Um, you know, that is a trick. Uh, the method that uh, my dad created the self-awareness formulas mm -hmm. uh, was a very similar thing in that he had to be constantly selling it. Um, and he also wrote, and so through the books, he was able to spread the message as well of the system, mm -hmm. but he was constantly selling the, the program. You mm -hmm. have to be constantly trying to turn out more people to use it. Yes. Um, and, and that, unfortunately, it takes away from the client work and it takes away from developing the system even further. 
because you constantly have to try and get people to utilize the system. Um, so my advice there would be to find somebody else to do Mm -hmm. that sales arm as much as you can. That way you can be free from it. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, even though you might love it because you were in the, you were in the business before of sales, um, it's sometimes better to focus on what's the, you know the stronger part of the business more oh the, yeah i mean the, yes what i enjoy mostly to do is to like like sharing when i share yeah. this is what i love to do and coach and help this yeah. is and and uh, you're right i was thinking about because you know you are i'm on social media but having someone to help me with that because it takes a lot of time but at the same time i need to be there yeah but you're right yeah. it's better maybe to to delegate so i'm thinking about that as well yeah um yeah i know that the goal anyway is to uh, is to have this uh knowledge i mean what can help should be known by the world right this is my my you can't keep this for yourself and uh that's that's a lot of a uh, challenge that comes with it like this communication part and yeah yes marketing part time. things like that the yeah. time yeah, yeah. It's, it's the amount of time you have to devote to if you're going to do it all yourself and I, i'm talking from uh, direct experience here <laughs> you have to build the <laughs> website for it you have, to, you have to write the programs you have to write the the dialogue and the written part yeah um you have to make it a course you have to yeah. sell that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, so much that goes into it, and it just it's a matter of time. And, it, and that if you don't have the time to devote to it, it really stretches out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it can take a long, long time if you don't yeah. put the effort into it in the moment. But um, it sounds like it's a, a fantastic method and system, um, and one that definitely should be produced and spread. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Because it's doing yeah. that thing. It's it's creating that awareness of the self. It's creating that out of out of that, creating the the love for the self. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that will also increase the positive approach that people have to others. Yes. In theory, that should lessen suffering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. We do That's create great. our own suffering and create yeah. Imagine if there was less anger anger. So less anger, people manage their anger, less drama right. because there are so yeah. Well, and you mentioned that having to isolate, if a person's in a situation that they can't control, they need to isolate themselves from the, uh, the uh, triggering experience as much as they can until they have the tools to overcome that. Uh, I think my example in my head that I try to pull out is somebody in your environment that's always there, perhaps a partner, mm-hmm. you know, a spouse, yes. that uh, abuses alcohol. Yes. And so they're not in their right mind while they're no. while they're drunk. Yes. They're not going to act the same. Yes. But then maybe that's a nightly occurrence. Uh, the key to do to to handling that can be very um, tricky and difficult. Because the person that's trying to gain awareness and control over themselves isn't mm-hmm. the person that is drinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but these are, I think, these are the stumbling blocks in life mm-hmm. where if we can overcome these things, we gain so much awareness. Uh, and because awareness, we gain so much power in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that we have these, uh, these situations in our workplace, in our daily commute in our home life, mm-hmm. you know, in our past 
mm-hmm. uh, that um, we can overcome. And um, maybe they're not easy, but the harder ones make us more aware, make us more powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, as a side, what is power? And that would be maybe another question. What is it when somebody gains awareness? Uh, what is this power that they gain? Well, the, the power of making choices that feels like really like they, that's the right choice for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, we may be conducted by old beliefs and patterns and we just do something to avoid something else. Whereas what we would like to do is this. I want this and I'd like to have it, but I, I can't because of that stuff in the past or yeah and when you gain the awareness then you have you bring some more peace and from this place um you can point out that oh i need to solve this and if this is solved then i can access to maybe having a life with a partner that i love i'd like to have a a relationship some people you know sometimes it's they would like to have a, a relationship but they always sabotage themselves. Mm. And this is because they, they, in, they think that it's not possible or something. And so when you gain awareness, then you get to, uh, some control over what you really, uh, over the life that you want to create. Uh, you can be more intentional rather than... Uh, like being driven by uh, being in a car and you're not driving the car. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. That's a, uh, yes, you want to go, you can, you, yeah, the, the possibility that is offered is to go where you want to go. Yeah. And not where your programming, what then the, the past programming and, and fears and stuff are telling you to go to. Yeah, the, the uh, and I think that that's the method is the control method. It's a matter of gaining control over life, gaining control over your world. And it's not necessarily that everything is in control and you're controlling. It's that you are able to handle those things that are brought to you and control them as they come in. Yes. Uh, whatever it might be, a thought, an, an action from somebody else or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the control method is basically what it falls down to. Uh, rather than trying to alleviate the suffering with pills or some kind of method of blocking, um, this is a direct approach to mm-hmm. handle life as it comes at you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And And that is driving the car. That is taking the wheel and actually, you know, navigating. Mm-hmm navigating yeah. the waters and, yeah. and driving this yeah driving this car on the road that where you want to go and sometimes when you are um like i take some often this analogy like when you feel bad it means that you are driving in the ditch yeah <laughs> and on the other side i like right <laughs> so that's not, see not that good or you have um, no hands on the wheel at all you're just letting it go wherever it's going to go and, 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 yeah. and it's uncomfortable <laughs> and so that's something like you're not like on the let come back on the road so what would it be right um. <laughs> now uh where do you see this where do you see your business and yourself in five years 
Oh, I, uh, I love your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, the well, I'd like the the Cal method to be to be known um, more than it is right now, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I have the Cal School. Mm. And uh, I see myself actually uh, as a speaker and sharing a lot. Like uh, I like this format of being interviewed yeah. and, and uh, being able to answer specific questions speci uh, to the problems that to the specific problems people have. Um, I like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see myself doing exactly the same thing, like do, uh, writing because I write a lot. So writing, coaching, I maybe I won't do one-on-one -on -one anymore, but maybe I would do like group coaching uh, and uh, maybe on, uh, on stage, maybe like uh, in a conference, something like that. Yes. Do you, uh, so that's, that's good. That's a good place. And basically spreading the word in a sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, have you traveled a lot? Yes. I'm so, a traveler. Yes. Traveler. I've always... Okay. I'm, I've always loved that. Yeah. You, uh, you mentioned that you wrote a novel recently. Mm -hmm. um, and what is that? What is that book? It's a, it's a book. Well, it's inspired by um, the accident I had. Mm -hmm. And so it's the story of a woman who is very eager to leave. Do you say that? Like very, she's, she, she loves having new experiences. Mm -hmm. She's uh, re always wanderlust. Somebody that wants to travel and wants and is constantly on the go. Constantly on the go. And uh, by doing that, she's uh, missing the what's, what's there because she's always like thinking, what's next? What's next? What's mm -hmm. next? Mm -hmm. And uh, the, by the way, the, the, the title of the book is called Tomorrow, one day, tomorrow will end, which mm. means it's kind of weird also in French, but that means that though, as she's always like looking for the future, 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 and then she stopped so yeah. brutally. And then she's forced to be like in the present moment. And it's, this is actually where she finds the peace mm. and the wellness that she was uh, uh, looking for by doing this and that and that and uh, mm -hmm. so it's uh, it's still an, a, a novel so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of me I mean the, the, the hard stuff because some parts are like emotional and and this is what I like about this book is that people say to me the readers say we we feel alive mm. in the ups in the downs it's like and that's what was the goal, actually, for me. Yeah. If people read this book and know that they are alive, this is my goal. That was my goal, actually. To feel a connection to the person in the book. Yeah. Okay. And to feel alive. And that would be more aware and more in the now. Mm -hmm. More in the moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what is your, uh, where is the favorite, your favorite place that you've ever been to? Um, well, I, I've. All of them are so different because <laughs> I've been but I always it can be wherever but I am very definitely a, a sea person I love to mm. be on the uh, on the beach and uh, in yep. front of the sea and it's uh, I just love it so it can be anywhere in the world where mm. there's a beach and which is uh, 
a bummer because I don't live on the ocean. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, do you do boats? Are you like a you like to be on a boat, or is it more about the coastline, um, being on the beach? I wish I could be on a boat, but I'm very seasick. Oh, okay. And I haven't thought that, so that's <laughs> a yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot to it. But the sound of the ocean, it's just such a great sound. Yes. It's very meditative. Yes. Very peaceful. And it's definitely a nice reprieve from the world of uh cities and you know, goings on all the time. Yes. And I think of another place also. I think I have the same same kind of feeling when uh, I'm lucky to live in the countryside sometimes and uh, and there's like a huge field where you can lay down and look at the stars because there's nobody, mm -hmm. no cities around. So it's like a full uh, starlight, do you say? Mm -hmm. the, the yeah. World, yeah. And I love that to feel so small. I love that like to... Yeah like who are we just mm -hmm. yeah, yeah there's a lot a lot going on right now with space that's for sure mm. they've taken these pictures of uh deep space that are quite amazing and uh, you know to be able to stare up and see what we can see that's one thing mm. uh our our personal you know view of uh of the heavens but with these new telescopes uh, the the uh James Webb telescope that peers into the sky and it can really diminish our, you know, our sense of, of greatness and grandness and, you know, <laughs> everything revolving around us. It can really diminish that, that sense of the ego, you know, <laughs> it's a very big universe out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was great having you on today. Well, thank you very much, Nick, for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Yeah, this this is, method is, sounds amazing and uh, very happy to get it out there and hope that people um, reach out to you. Now, we'll have your link in the description mm -hmm. of, the, uh, of the video and on the podcast as well. Um, but if you'd like to, uh, you know, give your promo as far as where they can find you and... Yeah, so I have um, a website which is called stephanieromeo.com, very simple. And uh, there's a guide about the CAL method that can uh, be downloaded. Um, and also I'm on social media a little. Well, I am, I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Facebook and Instagram, I'm um, struggling a little bit with that, but I'm mm. working on it. Uh, mainly on my website and uh, Facebook. Yes. Okay. And That's great. And in your book, is that also available? Is that like an Amazon? Yes, but in French right okay. now. Yes, French, only okay. in French. Un jour demain yeah. s'arrêtera. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully I would like to have it in, um, published in English. Maybe yeah. find, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. You too. Have a great Take day. Care. Bye. Bye-bye.